let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited for this weekend. Not because it's the big Halloween Saturday. I didn't even factor that in. To my broad trip. Your broad? That's trip? right. My oh, old, yes. My old roommate, Gus. He used, he used to work here a long time ago. He's coming in from uh, California. He did the opposite. He did what most people should do. He grew up in Austin and then moved away to California. Oh, so, so he, he did the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we That's traded good. him for Joe Rogan and Tom mm. Segura and Tony Hinchcliffe and all those, all those dude bros. Uh, but anyhow, my bros are coming to town. I bought tickets to a Texas State football game. How much were they? Uh, I mean, they're affordable. You know, they had expensive ones. They had <laughs> cheap ones. So they sure. were they were like thirty bucks. So not not bad. Man, I wish. Um, I mean, you can get a few T keeps uh, losing. Well, they haven't lost. But one, but you, depends on how the team's doing. I should have got a Texas State and if the, I want to like football. That's and these what you're are saying. good. Uh, uh, Texas State's doing good. They're playing Troy. It's their homecoming. I'm going to the old fraternity house that my buddy and I used to live in. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of the alumni are going to be there. It's good. like a night after they have their big Halloween party with the sorority, too. You're mm-hmm. not going to try to make friends with the current, like, Oh, he's going to make friends with the current Absolutely. college kids. Absolutely. He wants like, them to hey. know. I that also, he's cool. instead of getting a ride share to the football game, I want to make them take me. Isn't that how it works? Did you ever see that Always Sunny episode where the, the guys go back? I think it was Dennis and. Yeah, dude. They yes. go back to the frat house that they used to go to, and the dudes are like, think they're lame. Yes. <laughs> and Dennis is like, I was the king of this place. Yeah. That's how you're going to feel. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm going to be lame. You're gonna be like, I, oh, you're I know old, it. dude. Ab- so absolutely. Old. Get out of here. Well, the, the good thing about it is it's like an alumni thing. So it's all the older dudes. I mean, it's dudes older than me that hang out more than I do. That's gross. And all the young guys living in the house. They're happy to have us there because they're like, oh, these are the old uh, old guys that want to live their glory days and help pay, us pay for our us. bills. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we yeah. want them there. And maybe buy us some booze. <laughs> Dude, they're over 20. They're, they're in college. They can get- They, should, but, they, can, they have they, a plug. They don't need us for alcohol. <laughs> we need them for drugs. Yeah. Uh, that's the way it works. But I'm, yeah. I'm excited because- we're going to we're gonna do that. We're gonna go to the game. We're gonna go eat at like a favorite restaurant, probably tap room or something. So it's just I'm excited for a road trip. I haven't returned to my college town Oof. in a very long time. Um, so it's gonna be fun to go go see a Texas State football game because I, I go to a UT game every year. Sure, but I'm I'm gonna go back to the place of my bachelor's degree. Uh, my proper, my start of well, junior college was my start. But you guys my, gonna spin by the Joe's Crab Shack too and see. Yes, <laughs> of course you have to go see. Go see who's still working there. You'll be like, well, I used to work here. It's not. A, I was a waiter. It's not a Crab Shack anymore. It's like a steakhouse or something. Oh, so you it's know, the, it's not the same. You can't go there. I, I'll walk in and say, Hey, he's bartending here. I'm the captain. Where's the pot, everyone? Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, Halloween stuff coming up, too. We'll have some more spooky stories. And, guys, I think my costume is finally ready to put on. It's just, Emily, I need your help because it everything's too tight. Oh, It requires no. a lot of paint. And I've never worn contact lenses before. So Why did you? We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about, about that this. coming up. It's the greatest album of all time. 
Celebrating that and other things that happened on this day in history. Let's start all the way back in 1961 with the first successful launch of the Saturn rocket. Years later, the Saturn V would take us to the moon. Emily, to do you know how important this was, the space race? Um, yeah, because we had to win. Yeah, the Russians are beating us. They got a guy up there. They Can't shot a win. dog up there. They got Sputnik up there. But mm-hmm. you know what we did better than the Russians? People. People, kind of people. We got more Nazis than they did. Uh, as a matter of fact, Yay. the uh, the how? man who helmed our rocket program in Moon, Werner von Braun, uh, was one of the many Nazis that we uh, got at the end of the war with something called Operation Paperclip. And pioneered this. Uh, he was yeah. frustrated and disappointed with the United States for a while, and they were having trouble getting rockets that would work and carry the load. And they went with his design, and that's eventually what got us to the moon. But you know what? The moon's not even as exciting or as important as what we're going to get to, starting with uh, happy birthday. It's National Cat Day, Lucy. National oh, uh, Black Cat Day. Yeah, there you go. So, it's National right. Black Cat Day today? And CJ, do you know what other day it is that Emily might love uh, based on her favorite restaurant? Based on her forehead, I'd say it's uh, Happy National Frankenstein Day. Ah. Uh, wow. <laughs> you mean my five head? Yes, there you, you go. You should have said five head. Really that would have made You really absolutely don't right. one. <laughs> you don't. Do. You're, no, you're, you're good. They're but covered is, by banks. It is Frankenstein Day. Uh, on this day in history, we're about to begin the World Series Rangers taking on the the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, the Red Sox ended the curse of the Bambino when they traded perhaps the greatest or most legendary baseball player of all time, Babe, Babe Ruth, to the New York Yankees. Uh, it took them 86 years to finally win another World Series. That happened in 2004. But now, more importantly, Emily, today is the greatest because on this day in history, do you know what happened, Emily? Taylor Swift... Released 1989. Is it 89? That's when she was born. Okay. Well, congrats, Taylor Swift. Uh, 1989 was released. Uh, Taylor Swift says it was her first official pop album. It turned out to be a mega hit. Huge. Also winning Grammys uh, and launched the the world into the uh, Taylor sphere we are at now. Because back then, 2014, that was firmly... Lady Gaga land that was she that? her and the People little monsters argue, like, were the biggest at that point. What right? about uh, uh, Katy Perry? It's Katy Perry land. I don't think Katy Perry's as big as Lady Gaga. Uh, Not no. anymore. No, no, no I, no, I don't no. think she ever eclipsed her. Really? Yeah, in just Are fandom you, and stuff. I don't know because like uh, the whole um, California Girls that was a big deal. Teenage I, Dream, Fireworks, the Sharks at the Super Bowl. I'm she Katy yeah. Perry was huge. I'm not yeah. arguing that, but I'm saying. The land before us that yeah. had been, has been occupied by Madonna, by Janet Jackson, by mm-hmm. many others before. It was Lady Gaga. It then. was Lady Gaga's land. It was her. She was the queen. Mm-hmm. And now she has firmly been supplanted by the firmer Taylor Swift. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't compare. She still has a giant fan base and sells out all I, her shows. I, I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm just saying mm. Taylor Swift is the biggest and i'm not just saying females i'm saying pop artists she's yeah. the biggest pop artist in the world well you know today it, massive taylor released re-released 
1989. So right? she could make money from it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because Today. her yeah. record, she like many artists, she was screwed out of uh, anything. So she just scooter Braun. She re-recorded her own songs uh-huh. and re-released uh, 1989, Drop which is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, it's, it's, it's not a, not a bad pop I, album at all. If and, I seem, uh, now she's a, she's the queen. If I seem crabby, it's because this is my least favorite Taylor Swift album. So really? I don't really care. Damn. I know, I know. You weren't expecting that. What if she's listening and heard that right now? She would agree. Okay. I think. Maybe. You've heard of girl math. You've heard of boy math. But let's talk fat math. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Ah, now you're talking my math, Emily. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of math things recently. I do quite a bit of math. Um, boy math, girl math, whatever the math is. What's fat math? Fat math is exactly what you think it is. It's uh, when you have a hunger in your tummy and you decide, you know what? It's it's okay if I have that extra cookie because of A, B, C, or D. There's somebody on uh, Instagram that explains it really, really well. So I'll let him go through the first three fat math rules and then we can discuss the rest here are my fat math rules number one if you walk to pick it up it's healthy number two all dips or dipping sauces are healthy if you use a vegetable if you want to dunk celery and buttermilk ranch that's healthy number three if you have a sober weekend you can eat whatever you want you're saving so many calories from not drinking alcohol go all out on food you know he's he's not he's not wrong yeah yeah yeah, that's some good fat math emily yeah so if you walk to pick it up then it's immediately healthy i agree with that I, mean, I absolutely it helps. do. Yes. Yeah, because like in my head, I'm like, I'm burning the calories by Basically, walking. Yeah, isn't that how that child predator lost a lot of weight walking to Subway, and then <laughs> <laughs> just getting a sub and then well, walking he had, home? He also had AIDS. People that helped him. That's a oh, sa- that's, that's a, right, that's that's right. a joke yeah. from a South Park episode 20 years ago. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's basically <laughs> any time you hear these math things, they're basically people. Ignoring something to make themselves feel comfortable. They're justifying it. And sometimes I think it's right. Like, again, if you walk to pick it up, it's healthy. It helps. It helps. But it doesn't necessarily negate what you're eating. You mentioned (sighs) what I love to do, dipping carrots and and stuff. Like, if you go to a party, they're going to have a nice spread of stuff. Sometimes it's veggies. But, man, I ain't going to eat no celery dry celery no carrot mm. no no broccoli by itself you i'm gonna dip it in some fresh yeah <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean who's gonna eat just a salad with absolutely no dressing people that are psychotic and i don't want to be around yeah, honestly the only reason the salad exists is to get croutons and parmesan cheese soaked in dressing into my mouth yep the rest yep. of it can screw off is there i feel like there's something wrong with not just acknowledging that i d g a f at the moment i feel like there's some sort of importance to that don't you think not caring Instead of pretending yeah. it's uh oh i'm gonna call it something else why fat do you, math why do you have to make no. excuses for yourself i just or want for to others eat. i just yeah. get gluttonous baby. i hunger <laughs> i mean the thing is if you're feeding your body you're giving your body fuel then that's what's that's what's important uh number three was if you have a sober weekend you can eat whatever you want so you're sober, CJ. How I do you think, feel about this? Well, here's the thing. Also, when you stop drinking, like really stop drinking, you, you, when you're taking an alcohol, you're getting a lot of sugars, whether it tastes sweet or not, and your body processes it makes. If you're drinking grain, straight up alcohol, it makes it into sugar. It is sugar. Yeah. So you really start craving a lot of sweets. And back in the day, oh, yeah. 
I would tell myself, uh, all right, you're not drinking beer tonight, so you can have a milkshake. Mm. The problem is, is you really start snacking a lot right after you quit drinking. A lot of snacking, a lot of, you know, because you're filling not just the addiction, but you're but the filling the, the cravings yeah. for those sort yeah. of things, the calories. For example, um, I ate 1,800 calories worth of cookies today. It was amazing. Today? That's not fat math. That's just IDGAF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and but, I said that. I was like, I don't care. I'm grumpy. It's 6 a.m. I don't need to be up this early. I'm going to H-E-B and I'm buying cookies. Listen, I'm I, an adult. I deserve did you, it. Did you uh, walk into the H-E-B or yes. did you pick it up? Then that's 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 justified. <gasps> because I it's didn't healthy. do curbside? Yeah. Yep, you, actually, you moved a little you bit. Moved. Movement's important. Listen, it's all, calories. it's all about the laws of equivalent exchange. Yes. Uh, to quote one of my favorite animes. Um, Full metal. If you if you're not drinking that weekend, that's great. That's super healthy, not just for your gut and your mind and all the other reasons, blah blah. But yeah, you're not taking in all those calories from alcohol or the added calories from going to Whataburger at two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you're like, all right, I didn't drink, that doesn't mean that you can eat a whole two pizzas and wings by yourself because you didn't drink. You just you just gotta. You know, oh, I'm going to give myself a little treat since I didn't have alcohol, but don't just... It's all about uh, moderation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you're binging and purging and doing that, it, it doesn't help. And that's the, <laughs> that's the other thing I don't get with... Because uh, we have a friend that does this a lot with some quote-unquote healthy eater people and cheat days is binging is not healthy. So just because you do the... What is it called? The... the, the sustaining from food for a day? What's that called? Oh, the Uh, intermediate fasting. fasting. Yes. Doing intermediate fasting for three days, and then on Saturday you binge. No, That's an eating disorder. Yeah. That's not eating healthy. That's not being healthy. That's killing you. Yeah. Like, I I don't get it. So many people do that and think it's like, oh, well, it's my cheat day. I can do whatever I want. It's like, no, no, you're just binging on stuff and Mm -hmm. then starving yourself for a couple of days, that is messing up your guts, your everything. My Don't dietitian do that. professor, um, whenever I took nutrition in college, which was the most helpful class that I've ever taken in college. there's a lot of BS college, out there. Yeah, my nutrition teacher, she absolutely hated intermediate fasting. And at the time, that was whenever keto became a big thing. And she would put on tests, she would be like, what is the worst fad diet right now? And she would have a list of diets and she would always just just tell us how much she hated keto and how bad things like that are for you. Here's what you do. What Spencer and I are doing. Give me those acronyms one more time, buddy. Do this. This is Spencer and I's diet. The I-D-G-A-F. I don't give a... Ishbol. A-I-R... He's Matt, and he's ready to learn you a thing or two about why you're a crap-ass dad, and he's the best ever. No, that's, that's what not this what segment's I, all it's about. It's never been about that. He told that. it to me off air. I'm it's a better parent than that. most of these people in Austin. They're pieces of crap, and I'll... Here he is, Matt Beard with advice. No, what it came down to is, CJ, you started asking me questions one time about being a parent <laughs> because I'm the only parent uh, in the room, or even in this chunk of the of the whole station. Man, <laughs> I got my foreskin caught in my zipper again. What do I do? And, uh, and so I said, well, you know, I don't think I know the answers because one of the things I learned about parenting is you're kind of learning as you go along. I think that anyone, anybody says they're an expert, well, I think they're an idiot. But uh, here's something that you can uh, to, to make – to make some inroads with your kids, because I think a lot of parents out there may not know this. I bet Emily knows it. I'm not sure if Spencer knows it. Probably not. Do you not. guys know Ijbal? 
I J B O L. No, no I, gonna... I don't. You stumped me too. Okay, so this is a big new thing that's happening right now uh, in text threads and the like. I J B O L, and we can use it. You can send a meme to your kid with Idgebol, and they probably know what it is. It's going to make you sound kind of cool, but also it's really useful. We know what AL. A, uh, I'm sorry, L-O-L is, oh, right? Yeah. Yes. Which is laugh out loud. A lot of times you type that and you didn't laugh out loud at all. You're just recognizing, I get it, it's funny. Oh, I think, can I give a guess on yes. what this is? Yeah. I just burst out laughing? It's I just yeah. burst out laughing. That's stupid. That's and not Come stupid on. because it's being used for a, kind of a good thing, which is it's supposed to be used when you're scrolling and you know when you see a meme or a video that actually makes you laugh? Well, mm-hmm. it takes you by surprise, kind of. So I feel right, like I-G-B-O-L, H-B-O-L. Most of what we do in scrolling is we go, hmm, or like a knowing <laughs> wink, or, and we send it to a friend, and then they type back LOL. But you know what they meant was they saw it, and they, went, right, cool, they thought cute in their head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes <laughs> a buddy sends you something, and you're like, wow. I actually laughed at this. This was funny. <laughs> and that's what the Ijbol is supposed to be used. It started in those, like, I, what's it? What's the K-pop world called? Uh, help me out here. The K-pop uh, the world? The K-pop world. Oh, is that just what it's called? I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if I had another name. But the K-pop no, fans, so. um, they've been the most prominent user of Ishbol. And most of your kids are probably caught on to it now, especially if like, they're junior high age, something like that. But if you want to sound cool and hip, mom, and you do find a funny meme you want to send, you can send it with... I-J-B-O-L. Ijbol. Now, oh, this man. serves two purposes. I don't think Emily Spencer myself should be kin- sending any kids memes. No, That's I'm a, true. I'm going to send it to my mom and confuse her. What does that mean? Yeah, don't, don't, that, she will explode. Her head will explode. Oh, you well, can't, you well, can't send that to a boomer. Uh, here's where it serves the two purposes. One is... They go, oh, okay. They're going to roll their eyes because that's what all everybody in middle school does about their parents. They roll their eyes. But here's the second thing, and this is where it helps you as a parent. It scares your child a little bit for them to know that you know things they think you don't know. Like and that. then that means it keeps oh. them on their toes. That means we can claim this as well. Because they're like, why does dad know Ishbol? Yeah. Why does he, is he in K-pop threads? So you're What's he doing online that he knows what Ishbol is, and it's a great way to kind of keep them on their toes. It's a good tactic because what you have here is a lack of information, but you want the enemy to think you have more information than you do, whereas if you had decoded everything, you wouldn't want him to know that. For instance, we had broken the German's code a long, long, long time ago, but we only enacted on some of the German and Japanese CJ. codes we had broke whenever it was oh, a, whenever we needed to, because as soon as you enact on knowing the code is broke, then the enemy knows and changes the code. CJ, quick question. Do you think we should be treating kids as the enemy? Yes, well, they actually are. 100%. Uh, you know, I think it's easier just to text them something more simple, like, uh, what is it that you collect on Halloween? You go door-to-door and you get... Candy. <laughs> Candy's nuts fit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got wow. you good. Damn it, bowl or so whatever good. it's called. Ige bowl. Can I j- put these bowls on your chin? <laughs> Sacrificing body, mind, and spirit for the perfect D's nuts joke. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Emily, have you ever eaten at the Moonshine Grill? I have. Boo! Ah! <laughs> it's the haunted <laughs> restaurants and bars in Austin. You got me. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. 
man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Yeah, I got you so good. There's uh, some haunted places in Austin where if this weekend you want to go do the fun thing of scoping it out. And we're also going to have some more haunted areas. But as I was doing research, I realized a lot of them are like, you can't go there. It's illegal. Uh, Well, that's what makes them haunted. Well, there used to be like a children's insane asylum or something. Mm -hmm. There's also the uh, the spooky old zoo that's off. But a lot of like homeless people live there now and it's trespassing. Point being, you can actually go to these places. Uh, Let's start with the most well-known in Austin, the Driscoll Hotel, which was pretty scary for your wallet. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow. Uh, the Driscoll <laughs> Hotel on, does, uh, they do ghost <laughs> tours. They offer the full shebang. And of course, you know, they have food and drinks there. But apparently, the ghost of Mr. Driscoll himself, Colonel Jesse Driscoll, who built the hotel all the way back in 1886, can be seen roaming the halls. And Ugh. also, cigar smoke will inexplicably appear. And you'll just smell it, or you'll see it, or you'll notice it. Oh, nah, man. That's vape. That's, that's yeah, vape. that's also just an old hotel. Yeah. yeah. Good, good point with that. Smoke just appears so, randomly everywhere. Can you imagine everywhere? being <laughs> trapped in like one of your properties, still kind of having to work and stuff, and just, check on the, the, the tenants? And well, just I was going to say, years later. if something was named after me, I feel like I would want to haunt it to make sure that <laughs> my name isn't going Oh, in I'm going to haunt the crap okay. out of it. Yeah. And, and you can see people naked, and it's kind of not creepy because you're a ghost oh. and you don't really care. Hmm. But I don't think ghosts get boners, so it's fine. I don't think fine. ghosts have sex. No, they don't. Unless they it's, just unless are it's there. Emily's parents in the Manger Hotel. Woo, Emily, <laughs> that's a ghost under the sheets. Woo, your poor mom. Are you having fun? Oh, oh, no, God. I'm not. Thank goodness uh, my parents don't listen anymore. The, the big ghastly tale about the Driscoll Hotel is that in room 525, uh, years apart, decades apart, it says uh, two different brides uh, took their own lives. In that same room, two different brides, two different ones, cool. So decades apart. So, yeah, ladies, a, I know men suck, but it out. geez, oh, don't you know, do that. Yeah, well, it was such a long time ago. They didn't realize that, like, hey, we don't need dudes. Other women are pretty hot too. That's also true. Uh, the Moonshine Grill, which has been a lot of different things. I think at some point it was like a rental venue, uh, but it is apparently haunted. Um, haunted with some good chicken and waffles, if you can get through that line. Uh, Dumont's down low on West 4th Street. Everything over in the warehouse district seems haunted because it used to be just that. Yeah. A working warehouse district. All those buildings look creepy. It, it kind of feels in some of them like old New Orleans. Man. It Sp- does. Spaghetti warehouse used to scare me for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that because it, <laughs> it became the MTV house on well, did, uh, when they did was? Real World? Uh, I think it was Spaghetti Warehouse. Yeah, was it? <laughs> now Vince Young's... Uh, Clay Pit on Guadalupe on the north side is apparently haunted. There's a legend that uh, uh, Rudolph Bertram, who built the building in 1866, his young son died there and apparently haunts the place looking for it. Last but not least, one of my favorites, the tavern. Oh, uh, you know, Right up too. from Shoal Creek, right by LC Stakes, a great place. But there's apparently a friendly ghost named Emily who taps... Who? This is what Emily, it's it's you. Uh, the ghost taps people on their shoulders Ugh. and they get like like a lot of people that go in and Don't touch I, me. I knew a dude that used to work there and would say that people would just feel like they're being touched or being watched, especially in the upstairs area. So there you go. It's uh, spooky haunted places to go explore in Austin. And we will come back with a list of the like really scary places that might get you a trespassing ticket. 
on the CJ Morgan Show. Hang around. Joining us is comedian Dulce Mack. And uh, we were just saying off air, I was going to ask if y'all wanted to go see the sub-basement, the scariest part of the building. Emily pointed out maybe it's not a good idea for me to lure three women into a second location. Uh, but yeah. welcome. Thank you, Dulce. How are you? Great. Excited for the second location. <laughs> Never go to the second location, but I think y'all could easily overpower me. And uh, Giuseppe, right? Giuseppe. Uh, Giuseppe. <laughs> uh, you mentioned a fun fact that I wanted to share with our audience uh, when it comes to women and your strengths. You actually also, you can bite harder, right? Yes. Women actually have sharper teeth than men. Okay. And feel free to use them. I will. Okay. At that second location. Yes. Sorry. yes. <laughs> uh, we'll get yes. to that. But uh, first, I'll say I wanted to have you on the radio because... There has been an influx of comics in Austin, and 90% of them are absolutely crap terrible, <laughs> and a gas station BYOB open mic by a producer and a bar owner that's ripping off idiots who are not funny to come on stage is not a stand-up comedy show. So it's been frustrating in this scene to watch it be watered down and terrible with all these bad new people. And then there's you. This... <laughs> Witty, spry, weird, funny, sardonic young lady uh, coming in and doing shows. And and I met you a while back, but I've been following you on Instagram. And a lot of other comics are like, yeah, she's really funny. She's one of the good. So you you have a lot of people that like you. We creep behind your back and talk about you. But it's good things. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, all right. I knew my therapist was wrong. Yeah, tell them, <laughs> tell them to shut up. So uh, tell us a joke right now. Oof, I'm just kidding. On, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not how it works. CJ, don't do that. Uh, I'm not going to make you do that. But how did you get here and get into stand-up comedy in this this weird kind of thing we're having right now in Austin? Well, I I went to film school. I've always liked to write funny like scripts and jokes and stuff. Um, and then I kind of dated a comic 10 years ago. I'm sorry. Ah, yes. Me too. Sorry. We've all been down that route. We've all been there. Yeah, it's probably the same one. But I kept trying to get away from comedy and it just kept finding me and I was like, I'll try it. And you then I liked it. I'll do it. Are you originally from uh, Austin or did you kind of relocate here recently, right? Like in the last couple of years? I'm from Houston. Okay, okay. So I started comedy there. I lived in Austin like 2015. Um, I've been moving around. I lived in LA, San Diego, Houston, and here. I feel like you're on the path a lot of people have done, <laughs> like literally just the, the Houston to Austin to LA. Um, when I was young, I really thought I could be a stand-up comic, and then I got on stage. <laughs> what do you mean when you were young? Like two you years still, ago. Yeah, you still do. <laughs> and then I did it, and I realized, oh, man, like I can talk on a microphone, obviously radio, but I'm not funny. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have anything to say, and I can't just play a song whenever I run out of crowd. Like, you can't do that on stage. So, again, tell us a joke. I'm no. just kidding. I'm not, not, not going to make See, you do that. But how do you all just be polite? That's one, a callback. One of the things I really notice you stand out at is uh, taking thirst traps online. Literally just saw a bunch of those. Like, as I was pulling up your Instagram to share it, I was like, oh, she just had a new photo shoot. Uh, and did you take those yes, pictures? Yes, we shot those right before we got here. That oh, was really? my uh, revenge uh, post. 
on Instagram. Are, are you revenge? Are you yeah. recently single? And so yeah. you took it. Oh, girl. And it's yes. going on well you. Done. Yeah. You Good get a dub you. horn sound effect. <laughs> Great revenge post pictures, but besides thirst traps, you are really, uh, sorry, I'm being creepy because that's what I do. Just bite me if anything gets to, or <laughs> I'll put my hand up. That's even creepier. Come on. <laughs> Thank Come you. on. This Thank is why you. I'm sitting in the middle between the, both of you because. Smart idea. Oh. But, uh, you, you're also known for doing, uh, for being really good at roast, and that's probably where. I watch most of your Instagram as you post, or you or other people will post videos and you'll share them of you doing roasts. And you have these dudes that look like they're big, they're gruffy, they're mean, and just, you like, you get them to, when you get someone and they just get quiet afterwards and then laugh, I'm like, oh, she got him. How did you get in from (laughs) not only doing stand-up on stage, but like being mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My fam, that's how my family deals with things. Like when, one time my cousin got broken up with for the first time and we made like a song making fun of him about it. <laughs> Did he get over it? Yeah. I'm assuming. He had to. <laughs> yeah, it was a seven hour car ride. So. <laughs> Dude, that's brutal. Um, so I don't know. I've always just tried to, I, I have this tattooed on me, but I always say against the assault of laughter, nothing can stand. So I just think if you can make something fu- funny, um, okay, you have power over it i guess um you were doing the high priestess show saturday correct yeah i'm excited um which we've had our friend angelina martin on before to do that show and like i said i enjoy watching you do comedy clips on instagram you're really funny on the internet and i know you're really funny in person too but i want to see if you can help make me really funny uh spencer and emily are going to give you some stuff about me behind my back can we play a couple songs when you come back and roast me I will try. You will try. Okay, yeah. you can I'm, do it. I am kind of. I am kind of sensitive, but since it's radio, <laughs> oh, no. you can be mean. <laughs> no, um, he wants it. Okay. Yeah. So he lives can, for this. So we can find your comedy and let's be real. Check out your thirst traps. Uh, where can we follow you on Instagram to get that revenge? <laughs> Dulce Mac. D U L C E M A C. Dulce Mac on Instagram, correct? And uh, we'll be back in. Spencer Emily, write down some mean things and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get roasted by one of the best in Austin coming up after a couple songs at Dulce Mac on Instagram if you want to be a creep. Uh, comedian Dulce Mac is with us and Giuseppa, uh, do you do you still do stand up as well? Or I thought you did, right? I've never done stand up, I don't. Here's your chance. Tell us a joke. <laughs> Here, I got a sound effect for you. I, I, I like my writer on the line. Okay. <laughs> that sound like effect that. is recorded live from your open mic, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, like first mic. I like that uh, uh, Dulce whisper you joke. But uh, Dulce <laughs> Mac is here at Dulce Mac on Instagram. Can you tell us uh, the show you are doing this Saturday, which is going to be super fun and perfect for a Halloween comedy show? Yeah, I'm super excited. It's a variety show. There's drag. There's a trick-or-treat market. There's music. Witchy vibes. Witchy vibes. Um, Wicked women. Yeah, there's uh, Graph Labs going to be there. Woo! And yeah. um, there's a special <laughs> viewing by MK Ultra. Yeah. At the, right. High Priestess show. At the High Priestess show. Yeah. And I'll be there, of course. And yes. you will be yes. performing, doing stand-up. It's at High Priestess ATX, uh, a show we recommend you go see Saturday night as well. Now, you're here because 
on Instagram, if you follow a lot of comedy clubs and different stuff and like to laugh like I do, you come up in a lot of reels as uh, someone doing a roast. I think roast battles, one of them, maybe kill Tony. I'm not, I don't think that's the same thing, but I've, I've basically I've seen you do a lot of roast shows and you're a sweet, nice looking female. You're on stage with these dudes like, ah, I'm okay. Like they look like a comedian out of central casting and they're just doing the most cliche kind of jokes at you. Some of the ones I've seen. And then you come back with, and I'm like, Oh my God. You get personal. Does she, yeah. Does she know this guy? Like how did, and you see him kind of get quiet before they laugh. So you're really good at roasting from what I've seen. And Thank I thought, you. you know what? I'm not funny. The show's whatever. You're funny. Maybe we could just do a little light roast of me with some details and tips that you have from Emily and Spencer. Uh, um, you we, say light roast? Yeah, light roast. Just <laughs> light little, roast. Well, what happened to just a I'm regular nervous. roast? I'm a sensitive boy. Okay. Don't be nervous. Just uh, pretend. Okay. You can look me in the eye or look at the ground. <laughs> I'm just, uh, just pretend you're doing a roast show. Uh, and welcome to the mic, Dulce Mac. Oh the roast God. of CJ Morgan. Okay. <laughs> Um, they wanted me to roast CJ, and they said, CJ can't potty train his dog. He wants a Lego room at his house and vapes. And I got nervous because I can't roast a special needs person. <laughs> 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 um, I'm not I laughing. I'm nodding out of I respect. Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was keeping Zoomies in business, but then I met CJ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I do see it in the hat. Uh, and the T-shirt, yeah, the V-neck. Thank you, thank you, y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> um, CJ is obsessed with cheese because it's the only thing that's ever smelled the most like himself. It's not. That's <laughs> not wrong. Don't do that. Got, don't do, don't do that. We have guests. And then Parmesan here. Stop it. It's serious. Emily, smell it. I'm not going to smell your finger. Okay, Thank you good. very much. I didn't even know that. Um, <laughs> they said CJ's dog leaves presents on the studio leaves presents on the studio floor. Guys, it's not CJ. Come on, that cheese has to go somewhere. <laughs> but him and his dog actually do it together as a bonding activity, so I don't think it'll be stopping anytime soon. God. I didn't even ask how old CJ was because oof, it's just not good either way. Yeah. <laughs> That's to the core. There's nothing worse than like young females, just like when you're when you're at that turning point in your life where you're getting old and you still think you're cool, but you're not. Huh. There is a couple more. By all means, at Dulce Mac on uh, Instagram, the roast of CJ. Please continue. <laughs> CJ's fiance told me he takes vaping breaks during sex. He said vagina is not the same without ice watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> CJ loves these nuts jokes. Uh, because he's manifesting what he wants in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> CJ looks like he cries to Drake while he's alone. What? <laughs> to Drake? To Drake? How'd you know? And CJ Is this the last looks, one? Yeah. Okay, CJ we done? Okay. looks like he wakes up every morning and pose rise and grind. 
<laughs> rise and post, grind. Rise post. and grind. That's it. I'm just. Don't CJ. do it. Don't do it. I, oh no! I didn't know there were weapons. There was just oh, one. Okay. Wait, none of us wrote about his weapons for you to roast. His medieval oh, no. weapons. Why is he getting close? There's just the one I told y'all not to do, and y'all. Oh, he's leaving. Watch, he's gonna come back. Ready? It's the cheese. Ready? He'll be back. Ready? We have a show to run, but and plus, we still got. He didn't switch the octopus. Oh, yeah. he didn't. He didn't. We have the angry and <laughs> we the have happy a little switch octopus. octopus. Uh, this one's currently set to mad. I think that might be what happened. Do you have any more? I feel like you should keep going, even though he's not in the room. That's now we can funnier. say the real stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, now we can say the rest. Which one was the one? Was it the cheese one? It was uh, probably the one where... I, I don't I don't actually know. I know he's just being dramatic right now. Yeah, I love the drama. I thought that's what we were... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spencer's in the in the captain's seat now. All right, he's making me do more work, even though I don't get paid to do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, that's at Dulce Mac on Instagram. Check out HighPriestessATX.com for more information. Thank you guys for coming in. I don't know if you're gonna be here when we come back. You oh my will God. God. You will. Be. I got my costume, and I'm gonna do my big reveal. Next week, but Emily, I think I need your help, and we're going to talk Halloween costumes right now. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. nerd. Yes, for the first time in a long time, I have planned a costume. I've known from moment one what I wanted to be, who I was going to be. Okay. I had cheaper backups. Spoiler, my backup was going to be Star Wars. It was going to be Balin Scroll from the new Ahsoka thing. Yeah, of course. Because that one. Do you know what it... Well, I know you haven't seen it, but do you know what I... Do you know what I would need to be Balin Scroll? And I want Paper. you to... I want you to ring the bell if you think I already have it. Here's what I would need to be Balin Scroll from Star Wars. <clears throat> A grayish brown beard. Uh, well, a, you don't have a beard right now. A lightsaber and a black cloak. You yeah, probably I have, have a black that. cloak. Yeah, so, you definitely do. So that's that's my Star Wars backup. But in the meantime, I have started ordering things for my actual Halloween costume. And Emily, I need help. Because, oh, I already helped you though. But I need more help because I waited too long, so I had to order cheaper materials no. and rush them. No, this N- is you. Mm. Number one, so just go on a spirit Halloween, buddy. Let's no, start. No, don't go to spirit Halloween. I don't want to reveal my costume, but let's say it requires me painting my body and <laughs> and a lot of me. Oh God. Is it a good idea to do that and mix it with acrylic paint? No, like I would no, u- no, don't no, use acrylic. No, absolutely not on oh. your body, not on your skin. Why? Uh, your skin is the largest organ of the body, and it soaks up everything. Especially my skinny old dong. Spencer, I'm looking at you. We literally just had comedians in that you don't have to go this hard right now. Okay. You don't. We, we already you know laughed what, a you lot. You know what is hard right now? Uh, your doing efforts. This segment. <laughs> trying hard. We're trying real hard. Sorry, man. <laughs> Normally, I'm more supportive. So I'm just like being. It's also I'm weird sure. that I, I said that and leaned into Spencer real close. Like I've done you wanted the to kiss him. Uh, I love that man. Anyhow, 
No, so do not don't... mix acrylic paint and do not put acrylic paint all over your body. That is okay. awful. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying CJ might get high if he does that. No, no it's I'm not saying oil that he might... I sick. don't know. Get sick, okay. and you might get a bunch See, of rashes. Because I thought that, like, oh, acrylics water soluble. It's easy to get off. I could mix it with water and mix it with the paint if I don't have enough to make myself bluer. No. All right. So, no acrylic paint. Absolutely not uh, on your body. Here's the next thing. I've always wanted. If you remember the 2000 album Judgment Day by Method Man, he had blackout contacts. Yeah. Always wanted to do that, but my uh, doctor told me I could never wear contacts. Why? Because I get cold sores on my nose, and if I got those in my eyes, it would be bad. But I don't have oh. them now. Anyhow, my costume requires me to wear contacts, Emily. I've never done it before. Did you buy the big, like, Scalera contacts, like the giant black ones? No, they're not the full eye cover. Good. They're just smaller. Good. They're smaller ones that just do the color of my iris. How do I do contacts, and do you do contacts? Yeah. Or is this, and I'm being serious, is this a risky maneuver? Um, depends on where you got them from. Some random shop in Dallas. That's not bad. I, don't I think, think that's it was one bad. of the ones you recommended to me. Okay, then that's not that's not bad. But as long as you clean your hands very well, okay. I know what you do with your your fingers, and and not just Germex. I know I, you're using that right now. You, you, know to go you know what I do with bathrooms. my fingers? You fingered your belly button earlier. It was I gross. did, and, and you I, smelled like cheese. And sometimes I put them in my armpits and smell them. That don't do that before you put in it's, contacts. It's called a it's called a, the the check. The, yeah. You got to do the so smell check. So have you check. ever put in yeah. contacts? Never put in contacts. Oh, it's gonna freak you out. Okay. Do I like soak them in water? Like no, I know you no, have little no, no, bowls. No, 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 no. Do not put them in water. That okay. your face. That what, hurts. Do I put them in like contact solution? Your so, fiance is probably gonna have to help you. If she does, she have contacts. No, she went to Man Eye Institute. Man ah. Eye Institute. Uh, ManEye.com for your free consultation. Uh, sponsor of the CJ Morgan okay. Show. She's you gonna have help to you. Get some um, contact solution and okay. then a case, and you soak them in there, clean them off before, because whatever the solution it comes in, it's not. It should still be clean. All right. What are you doing Monday at like three thirty? Um, I know helping work? me put contacts in. We're will gonna you, be here. Will at you help work? me? Do it on air. Do you want me to put your contacts in on air? Not you. Do it. Just help me. Oh, yeah. On air. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not touching your eyeballs. Uh, next thing is my stuff I ordered doesn't fit me. It's really tight. So I'm thinking. Dude, I feel like that's the first thing you got to get right. <laughs> this is what I want to ask. Well, because the sizing ordering, blah, blah, blah. I waited last minute. Uh-huh. Now, do I go? My character the what i'm dressing up as is serious mm-hmm. do i go serious and scary or since nothing fits do i paint my whole body and instead of wearing pants wear underwear of the same color pants this character wears and then just wear like a go shirtless and paint my do i do sexy version of a serious scary character that's what i'm asking or do i try to well, actually people do know the good- this character star wars fans might <laughs> okay, so that's about it. I think you have to go with a regular costume. Yes. And I was so not say, do the sexy version. The third option is do the regular costume, but lean into the fact that it doesn't fit, and yeah. just pretend like yeah. whatever character you are in whatever universe, whoever does your laundry just didn't get it right. Yeah, or didn't something. do it right in that universe. Yeah, or you can have both. Um, here at work, you know, where we do have a dress code, you can wear the normal outfit, but then at home when it's sexy time, you can 
and stripped Get down. Get this paint all over my lady. Oh yeah, I did ask her. Version. I was like, "Hey, do you want to do it when I'm in when I have this costume?" And she goes, "No." Good. Thank, thank you, Lisa. Good. And now she doesn't want to do it with me at any point at all. So oh, anyhow, I'm sorry. no surprise. Uh, we have more Halloween <laughs> tips, last minute costume ideas coming up, plus <laughs> Emily's haunted spooky story and oh. where to go find real creepy, scary places here in Austin. All that and more on today's C.J. Morgan Show. It's the C.J. Morgan Show. Do you like to dress up as a scary character for Halloween? Or cute character for Halloween? Because I'm always so indifferent. It's gotta be... uh, a little different for a typical, I guess, what you say, like female going out to have fun on Halloween because yeah. the cliche is, yeah, you're sexy and doing this. And we're kind of continuing our Halloween costume discussion from the Nerd Report earlier where I was trying to decide, yeah, do I do serious, spooky, my costume <laughs> or do I do sexy? Because I like doing that, too. You yeah. said go with the serious one. But, Emily, for you, it's a constant change back and forth year to year. It is. Uh, last year, I was like this edgy kind of biker-looking yeah, black were, cat. you were Emily Edge. You're yeah, radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then this year, I'm doing a really cutesy outfit, which I'm excited about, but I haven't even put it on, and I already feel really insecure because that's not really me. I'm not much of a girly girl. I mean, I'm literally wearing sweatpants and a blanket right now. Like, I don't really care about my appearance. So wearing girly girl things... Actually, I have two outfits this year that okay. are going to be girly girl. And so you're doing two costumes. It feels, yeah, and it feels weird, but that's kind of the point of Halloween is to step out of your comfort zone. Um, exactly. And I'm not even, I don't know, like I'm not even being like a sexy character. Like you could argue that I'm kind of dressing as like a child, but not really. I don't mean to. It's uh, from this cartoon that I like called Bee and Puppy Cat. Yeah, and you've mentioned you wanted I've, I've to do this for a while. This. Yeah, and so it's pretty conservative and it's kind of weird and different for me and I feel I feel insecure about it because I'm gonna have that mean girls moment you know where Lindsay Lohan shows up to the party and she's she's like oh you guys dress up for Halloween and then she goes full scary mode and then everybody's all like sexy that's how I feel every single year because I'm a cosplayer I'm really detailed oriented and this is gonna this is gonna sound really pretentious but I hate going to Spirit Halloween and seeing their costumes because they're not accurate to the character. Yeah. They're not accurate. It's Well, like, that also might be because of some legal ramifications I and guess. licensing and stuff. But it's like, There's oh, you want to dress up as Woody from Toy Story? Well, how about sexy Woody? And Hell instead yeah. of like yeah, a nice hey, Spencer, pair of chaps. Right here. Sexy Woody. That's yeah, us. <laughs> yeah. I'm really just like just handing a, over these. That's to just Jesse from from the Toy Story two, right? Yeah. Sexy it's Woody. Sexy Woody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you you can't tell the difference. Um. And and so at least you. Hey. I'm at just least you're not going oriented. as a Barbie. So we appreciate that. Nothing wrong with that. But everyone uh-huh. last year everyone was Wednesday Adams. Uh-huh. This year everyone's Barbie. And at yeah. least you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Are you, <clears throat> Emily? No comment. No comment. No okay. comment. Cool. All right. No. I got so comment. the bee and puppy cat is literally bee and puppy cat. It's not code for bee for Barbie. No, okay. it's like bee. Okay. But she's not yeah, a bee. Yeah, yeah. She's a person, but also a human. But you're robot. going as you're going it's as her. Bee. Yeah, okay. I'm going as as her, and uh, she she's very cutesy. And the other yeah, but thing isn't that she I'm like twenty or something. She is. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of like part of her 
like aesthetic is that she's just never grown up. Yeah, and that's kind that of is. part of the character, mm-hmm. right? But what I'm feeling also insecure about is that it's kind of a niche character and only a few people get it. Otherwise, I'm just going to look like a silly little girly girl. And that's not me. But if you know the character, you know that that's not how she is. It's... I don't know. I get, I get too detailed into my Halloween costumes. Sometimes it's best when you have one person. This is my favorite. When one person out of a thousand or however many are at the party, when one person gets that joke. Yeah. Gets that detail. That's what I love. I have an alternative for you and me. <sighs> me I and will you? go again, us together. A okay. friend couple's costume. Yes. I will be from Ahsoka. <laughs> I'll be Balin Scroll, <laughs> cloak, lightsaber, which I already have, uh-huh. beard, it's easy. You are going to be Shin Hatai, blonde hair, little cut like that. That is white hair. Uh, but... White hair. Okay. A cloak and a lightsaber, which I also have. And then we just have that costume. And Star Wars fans will love us. What about me? Yeah, what about him? Uh, Spencer, you will be the tauntaun we cut into <laughs> when it gets cold oh, no. to live inside. Oh, right? No. There we go. Uh, anyhow, that's enough costume talk, but we will have more uh, spooky stuff coming up. Uh, y'all want the good news or the bad news with the rain this weekend? Uh, the good news? Good news, Emily, it's going to rain. Good, that's awesome. Uh, bad news, it's going to rain a lot, Spencer. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Like, Flooding? Yeah, there's going to be potential for flooding this weekend. So remember, turn around, don't drown. I don't care if you have a four-wheel Humvee with the spout at the tip. That means your exhaust can run in the water. Uh, It'll still, a lot of times, catch, go down. Turn around, don't drown. Just be safe when it comes to those low-water crossings. Don't be an asshat because I've seen too many people have to get rescued from that. Yeah. Uh, there's That's g- embarrassing. There's you don't want to do that. There's going to be a lot of flash floods because the rain, it's hitting really hard and then moving. And as we know, in Austin, uh, that creates a lot of problems because we don't have a lot of paths for it to go in new developments and areas. So please be aware of the flooding. The other bad news with all this wonderful rain we're getting, it's so exciting, right? That means next summer we can swim, we can water our yards, yes. we can wash our cars whenever we no want. No more drought. Not really going to have any impact nope. on the lake levels or the drought. We are so dry that it's just not going to do much. It, it feels crazy. Or like, even help the aquifer because it just gets soaked up, uses, or well, a yeah. lot of times the water runs off elsewhere. Exactly. Like, I was surprised to walk out, and it was sort of, I was in a flash flood warning area. It was yesterday, the day before, and I woke up from a nap and came outside, and the, like my this, my yard was all like puddles, basically, and I was like, wow. oh my God, what happened when I was sleeping? Now, are so y'all, it happens quick, y'all. Are y'all ready? We've talked about the weather in Austin. What's the next big thing people talk about when it comes to Austin that we all hate? Uh, moving. Not me. Not people me. moving to Austin. Not people moving here, but it's a result of too many people moving here. We get a lot traffic. of traffic. Uh, guess what? Traffic in the downtown area. If you're going to see a concert, a comedy show, going to eat, you work there. Traffic's going to get a little bit better because... Cruise has suspended operations yes. for their driverless vehicles. Yes. Uh, we win, everybody. We've the, done it. The notice originally <laughs> said they were going to suspend in San Francisco. I'm assuming it's also going to happen in Austin. Uh, yes, it does look like, according to KXAN, uh, they're going to be working to building public trust. Uh, the fleet uh, has about 80% of their AVs roaming in the Austin streets. That means we're going to get a lot more of those off the streets in the pause. And I am all for this. I like the idea of this kind of transit. I'm not going to do it spooky as hell. 
Uh, well, as soon as they can get like some better detection where they can tell that some drunk dude didn't just slap it on the butt cheek which, and it stops. Which, Spencer, I mentioned that's exactly yeah. what happened to me. We that's, were leaving, That's happened a lot. We were leaving a UT football game and some drunk dude hit one of those in front of us and it just put the flashers on and his stopped. Hand. With his palm, by the, the way. With his hand. Smacked it like it's a... It's a woman he's disrespecting uh, but <laughs> these have created a lot of traffic issues in downtown austin because uh a lot of times when they're going home they'll be in a chain or when they're testing them they'll be in a chain together one stops they all stop it causes traffic problems now this is ine- this is inevitable it is going to be the future we've all seen uh total recall we've all <laughs> seen uh what's the bruce willis movie where he's the cab driver well, Fifth element. I guess he was still the cab driver in Fifth Element, but the future is going to be automated vehicles because we're never smart enough to vote on any kind of good public transportation or trains. So it's going to happen. But unfortunately, actually, fortunately for us, the crews, again, they're pausing. No more stops. No more traffic. They're going to yes. work on their systems, work on their vehicles and work to beat rebuild public trust. So some drunk ass hat doesn't make me sit in traffic even longer. Did you Let's find out. Did you know uh, George Clooney had a famous cameo in South Park? Uh, the show's known for spoofing many celebrities, but he... Uh, I know this one. Yeah, this on. one's kind of fun. He, he, They would also just put up names at the end of the episode sometimes, and people are like, George Clooney, he wasn't in this, but he was. George Clooney uh, played Sparky the dog, uh, the gay dog, in Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Uh, Clooney did all the barks and stuff like that because... He was a fan of the show. Yeah. And so he did a cameo that had nothing to do with his voice or him. I forget. I think Seinfeld was going to be doing one and for maybe a, I think it was a Thanksgiving episode, and they wanted him just to do some turkey-like gobbles. Really? And I think he may have backed out. Now, that's not a did you know, so don't quote me. I don't remember exactly. I assume. (laughs) I I assume. Did you know, by the way, it's our uh, fact-finding segment, and you know it's true because we've said. Did did you know? Did you know that the duck-billed platypus has a gene mix of birds, reptiles, and mammals? Uh, but, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I knew that because I've seen them. Okay, not done, though. They're Uh-oh. even more magical than you think. They genetically have 25 possible sexes, and they're one of the None few- None of them are with me. Few, <laughs> Thank God, it's an animal. That's, that'd be so strange. Uh, one of the few mammals to lay eggs- and you ever had your duck clucked? What do you mean? It <laughs> feels great. Not done yet. Okay, sorry. They lactate but have Hell no yeah. nipples, oh. and then they hunt via electricity, and their venom has 80 different kinds of toxins. It's a, it's a goddamn Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. It's a real-life Pokemon or like one of those uh, Swiss Army knives, you know, where they have like all the little types of features and stuff. The platypus is the Swiss Army knife of the animal world. Boom. Mic check. Mic drop, whatever. Do you realize how many scholarships a platypus could get? One. I mean, to graduate from Australia. It's it's really expensive, honestly. Uh, (laughs) Did you know? Of course, you guys are aware of the Pacific Northwest tree octopus. It's an octopus that lives exclusively in the trees of the Pacific Northwest. But did you know that the Pacific Northwest tree octopus is a hoax. I, I don't know if you guys ever heard the Pacific. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that? I'm yeah. super curious now. There's an octopus that lives in trees. Yeah, no, the University of Connecticut uh, created a test because they wanted to test seventh graders' abilities to decipher fake news. They're learning about fake news. <laughs> Kids are being exposed to more and more fake stuff. So they created whole, a lot of stories around the idea 
of a tree octopus. They created photos of uh, octopi in trees, they had information, and then they wanted to see how well they did at deciphering and going, wait a minute, what I know about octopi, they couldn't survive in a tree. Turns out that all the students failed the test. Every single one yeah. of them believed in the tree octopus. Now, here's the problem. After they went and told all the kids, hey, guys, there is no such thing as a tree octopus. Then they said, wait a minute. We just learned about the tree octopus. You're trying to hoax us now. Yep. In fact, they it backfired. And a lot of kids that you dig in, they were digging in and refused to believe that the tree octopus didn't exist. It's a phenomenon called belief perseverance. And it's the exact opposite of what the hoaxers were trying to achieve, which is they created a whole belief system oh, for these no. kids That's that there really were <laughs> octopi now, that lived in the trees. What <sighs> I want to know with these kids is if you did a study to where the kids got $5 for a snack at lunch and another kid asked them to hold it for just a minute, just let me see it just for a minute. I just want to hold it real quick. How many of them would let that kid hold it? If you're wondering why it is that your parents have seen something on the internet and no longer, no matter how much you try to convince them that mom, dad, you're, you're being idiots, you're too old to be on the internet, what you need to remember is that it's something called belief perseverance. Did you know? Did we know? Did you know back in June 2008, a tornado hit Kansas State University's campus, but it destroyed only Tornadoes one- Tornadoes in Kansas? I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, destroyed only one building, though. Uh, that building was their wind erosion lab. It's <laughs> 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 blue. If you recall what erosion is. Man, uh, never yes. mind. That, yes. that fact blew me away. Wow. <laughs> Emily was ghost lit into believing into lamps. Wait, you were ghost lamped. You were lamp lighted into. Emily, do you believe in ghosts or not? And why do you have a weird experience with them? I don't believe in ghosts. Well, I mm, see, this is what I mean is I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not, mainly because I had a teacher that ghost lit me into believing in ghosts. There you go. I love that. And I have had a skewed perspective about the other world since then because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was implanted in, in my tiny little brain. Basically, there was the substitute teacher that came by. I don't remember was his name. Was this while you were in Catholic school, too? Absolutely. So it's already And this was at the very, first Catholic school. So which it's was, very rigid, and you're already yes. kind of having to believe what you're told. Yep. And in elementary school, there's this one older teacher that will always come in, and I remember during recess... All of the kids would sit around him at recess, and he would tell stories, and he would tell the stories you about got some CJ ass teacher. him as a like experiencing ghosts growing up. One of the stories I remember him telling me was, and this was so long ago. I have a terrible memory, so the fact that I remember this means that it has implanted in my brain. I guess when he was a child, he had bunk beds, and he was in the bunk bed one night, and he had a brand new little bike, right? And he saw a ghost in yeah. in the door frame of his childhood bedroom, and he laid in his bunk bed being like, I hope whatever that is doesn't see me. And then eventually he tells us that he goes down the bunk bed, he grabs his brand new trike, and he screamed at the ghost, get away or I'm going to run you over with my trike. Okay. And I believed it. Now, Spencer... Two things that Spencer and I have identified before. Same when we had a coworker in here telling us a ghost story about seeing his dog and taking a picture. The picture is kind of freaky, but Spencer, what happens when you're asleep and you wake up 
and you see ghosts and weird things. Oh, that's sleep paralysis. Sleep um, paralysis, absolutely. But these are pictures th- of ghosts. That we I saw. think most people that are dealing with this, and it's always at night. It's always around their oh, bed man. or bedroom. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of this ghost or alien stuff is attributed straight up to sleep paralysis. Well, I had a yeah, I had a sleep paralysis instance when I was a kid with demonic numbs shaking the edge of my bed, and I didn't whoa. know what it was for a it long time. It usually is so. like a female form succubus kind of thing. Whoa. Well, we actually just got a text in. And uh, yeah! somebody, you could text us 835-1015 if you have an experience or don't believe us. And they said, won't mean much to you, but ghosts are real. I have interacted with them. Most people are not sensitive to them. And I thought that I was sensitive to them because after... Because you stopped taking your schizophrenia medicine. <laughs> no, I've never been on I'm any meds. Okay, not, Don't mean to knock on mental health. Um, I'm serious. But after this teacher, like I remember being so excited every time he was our substitute because I was like, tell me another ghost story. Tell me another ghost story. And then one day... When I was a child, I had this big, giant bouncy ball that you would get from Walmart. Yeah. I loved it. I was an only child. I would go play out in the front yard by myself, and one day, it just disappeared, which I thought was weird. It's a giant, giant bouncy ball, so if it ran into a neighbor's yard, I would know. And then I remember one day, my parents were in the backyard doing something. I went out to the front yard. I'm not kidding. When I just looked around, and the ball just rolled right up to me and hit me in the leg. And this was months in my child brain. It was months after I had lost the ball. So that's when I realized, oh my gosh, maybe a ghost was looking out for me and they are real. But they're not. It's it's a ball. Uh. It's a ball. I got ghost lit into believing in ghosts. And I don't know why they allowed this substitute to be in there when it's a Catholic school. And I don't think they they mess with ghosts in Catholic school. How's the Holy Ghost? Yeah, there's what's yeah, part of the Trinity, Yeah, but that's like a bro. different type of ghost. Well, we want, <laughs> we want to know your spooky stories. You can text, call anytime, 835-1015. Of course, at CJ Morgan Show. Uh, we're going to talk more ghosts as uh, Halloween approaches. And on Halloween Day itself, all day Tuesday, uh, guess what, gang? Uh, what? We've, we've been given permission to play the music we want. As long as it's spooky. Whoa, spooky spooky skeletons. We might not get into Thriller or Bella Lugosi's Dead because it's a nine-minute song, but we might do some of your Halloween favorites, and you can request those. Tell us your ghost stories. Again, that number to text anytime, 835-1015. We are checking out some scary, spooky ghost stories. Uh, We got a lot of people on the line right now. So, Emily, you can text us, 835-1015. You can tell us your spooky, scary ghost stories because we want to know if it's real or not. Emily, you're stuck in the middle. I and Spencer tend to think a lot of this stuff happens to be maybe sleep paralysis or just an overactive imagination because it is exciting to kind of have these weird experiences, right? It is. It is. It's super exciting. I have more that I've heard from other people that I can tell you No, later, don't. That's too scary, but we do need to get to the phones and see 835-1015. Uh, what is scarier than listening to this crappy radio show? Caller, surely you have something. I absolutely do. I want to start off by saying I love your show, CJ. And when I was a kid, I had this little strangle doll. It was like a stress relief doll. And I kept seeing it in different places in my room. No! Spooky! One day, I put it in the bottom of my toy box, and the next morning, it was in the top of my toy box. No! So then I finally put it in the noose from my light, and then it never moved again. 
whether your parents were messing with you or it was hated. Now, let me, I watched a, a movie when I was a kid that had like teddy bears coming to life and they had knives in them. So I've always, I kid you not, been nice to inanimate objects that are like bears or humans or whatever. Because I've always felt there's still some kind of presence in these things. Right? It's spooky. I, I definitely agree. Now I got the scary squid staring at me. Thank you, caller. Uh, hey, you got a spooky story for us? Spooky! Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's pretty interesting because uh, this story involves me and two other siblings. Um, no! So, long story short, we lived in a house for seven years. No! <laughs> we lived in the house for like seven years and we saw a bunch of weird shit in there. At least five of my six siblings had seen or heard um, paranormal activity there. Uh, my older and one of my younger sisters were sleeping in the living room. No, no! And, uh, our backyard uh, door that was right there was a big sliding door. No! So we always got freaked out by that. Uh, but anyways, long story short is... Uh, yeah, you've said that a few times. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's make this long story short now. But yeah, no, uh, we were we were all sleeping. We were up. None of us had fallen asleep. I heard about the sleep paralysis thing, but we didn't fall asleep. And we were awake, and it was sometime around like 1 or 2. Uh, the witching the hour. And uh, we heard breathing from the chimney that was right next to that sliding door and we asked each other i was like is that y'all and we, we said it by name obviously and we asked it if it was any of our siblings and it said no but it said it in a gruntled voice and so we asked it again because we just weren't sure so we double checked and we asked again and, and he got aggressive and it told us no no and from there, we, we put the covers over our head and we forced ourselves to go to sleep. Did you was, uh, did you get a chance to ask it like how how do spirits and ghosts get sustenance? How do they survive? Did you ask it about like if they if it's ever tried ligma? No, uh, that didn't cross my mind being a ten year old. Yeah, what about Bofa? <laughs> okay, thank you, Colin. Take care, man. <laughs> Colin, what is your spooky, scary story? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I was traveling, and no. my wife calls me. She's freaking out. No, a wife, that's scary. I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on? And she's always we saw a ghost. I said, no, you didn't see a ghost. Ghosts don't exist. I don't believe in ghosts. And sure enough, my little daughter, she's three years old. She was helping her she with the back. She was a ghost! And... My wife had the back, her back to the door, and my daughter goes, who is that? And she turns around, she sees this old man dressed in 1800s clothing, and he's just smiling at her and then just disappears. Bro, you need to check your and wife's phone. See if, she's, <laughs> see if she has a burner. Because I know oh, yeah. there's a bunch of 1800s dudes and a website called sugarbabies.com. I'm just kidding, man. But no, that's that's freaky. Yeah, man. Freak me out. Yeah. Convince me maybe there are ghosts because both my daughter and my wife saw it. That's always what makes it scarier is when multiple people 
have the same experience together, I, w- I would say. Uh, yeah. We we'll, should have a ghost encounter well, together. How can you not trust a shared experience, right? Exactly. Two well, there is it. such a thing as mass psychosis where an entire villages have even had the same thing happen. But yeah. nonetheless, uh, that's we, not as fun. We love hearing your stories. We'll continue it now until next week. 835-115. Text us at CJ Morgan Show on social media. And just a reminder, Halloween night, we're doing all request haunted spooky songs. <laughs> And you, yes, you, will be in the driver's seat of this ghostly shit. Encryption, but make it trippy, man. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. It's Matt Bearden with Weird or Wired. We're in that in blood, Shin, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't spell crypt with my fingers. But hey, we're going to determine if this is uh, just that. Is it really, really bizarre or pretty damn cool? Uh, You guys know what lava lamps are, right? What are lava lamps for? Uh, Um, Making Spencer's look really uh, decorative and then having your basement hang out in middle school kind of pop a little. I mean, you you do need something to accompany your blacklight and mushroom poster, correct? Exactly. Yeah, it's supposed to be for Dark Side of the Moon. That's what I thought, but it turns (laughs) out that around 10% of the internet is encrypted via lava lamp. Encrypted? Encrypted. What does that mean? You're you're aware of encryption, I'm assuming. Yeah. You're uh, currently... Uh, half of our files at work are encrypted because we were hacked. Right. Yes. Well, and you you date somebody who is a computer nerd, so you know Correct. what encryption is. Sure. It's where you take uh, the, the simplest way to do it would be say like if you wrote a letter and then A's were actually B's and B's were actually C's and you know, but you just need a key to unlock what the encryption yeah. is. It's similar to code, I guess. You know, right. back in the day for a war. The problem is, is that like stuff like 56-bit encryption used to be incredible. Our computers are really smart now, and usually within uh, two days, you can brute force hack something. Yeah, that's take that, that Enigma machine, you, you piece of crap. Start getting tougher and tougher and deeper and deeper. And what you really want is something that's absolutely random. The problem is, is that truly random stuff is hard for our brains to conceive. And so when humans try to be random, we actually create Patterns. Pattern, so yeah. do a lot. And guess what? Guess who programs computers? Humans. Humans. <laughs> so sometimes in our programming, we don't do the best at programming the computer to check out uh, randomness. So there is a company, and this company is in charge of encrypting, well, like I said before, around 10% of the internet. They are called Cloudfare. And here's what they do. I love this. They've got a wall, and the wall has about 100 lava lamps on it. And it turns out that lava lamps heating that weird wax inside of that oil. It's random. It's pretty random, though you could create a pattern after enough time. That's why you go to 100 different lava lamps. So what happens is you take a picture of the wall of all the lava lamps. Computers only uh, communicate in ones and zeros. So you turn all those colors oh, wow. okay. into, a, into a binary code. I was say it's almost like a grid matrix, and then you, I don't know. I, I'm trying to right. sound smart. Well, I don't you know, now take that fully random code, and that is now your key to whatever you just encrypted, and you wow. had, so you got to remember. Now, do oh. yourself a favor. You're going to want to write this key down somewhere because it's uh, trillions of uh, ones and zeros long, and you're not going to memorize it, okay? So you want to put it down there. But I like the fact that it's essentially, I was like, I didn't realize that there's so few companies are really in charge of these giant, giant encryption 
uh, accounts, you know. Yeah. Uh, they vend that high. But the, uh, yeah, it's, they were like, yeah, we need something that's completely random. Someone was like, oh, Man. a lava lamp. And then they just made a wall. So if you go to their office, they have a wall. And they're like, yeah, that's. That's what protects the internet. Is that wall <laughs> of a lava, oh, lava lamps. But I do imagine, like... imagine the inventor of the lava lamp. This is going to be so cool, man. Just you can put this in your room. Look how cool it looks. I don't know. I imagine the inventor being like, "This will be the highest, sophisticated, most <laughs> elegant thing to grace Parisian homes." And he's like, "Ah, oh, just stoners are using it." I just uh, like the idea of someone being like. I think it would be way better for us to encrypt the internet using those little tiny mirrors that you win at the carnival. Yeah. That's way cooler, bro. I, I just love that the internet simultaneously killed Spencer's gifts, but then brought it back, back. to life. <laughs> that's, that's the only place you can get lava lamps. Welcome to our office. Pull up any of the beanbag chairs you like. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the C.J. Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.